0: London Blackfriars station. The crowds are overflowing through crossings, tourists with backpacks and maps, businessmen tapping with heels, a swarm of colorful figures flowing in all directions. Big Ben is beating in a distance, rush hours are approaching, more and more people are coming. They scream to each other, squeeze cups of coffees, talk on the phones, run without looking at each other. Then, through the roaring, monotonous bass, the clear sound of the violin rushes through, with one stroke of the bow cuts through the monotony. After a while, two voices join him, one high and sonorous, the other short, rugged and painful. Mystical words in a mysterious, unknown language interwine with instruments and flow through the corridors of a crowded subway station so out of place, so unusual. The singing of a dark-skinned man turns into a growl like a wild animal. Leather vest, kilt, anti gold jewelry tinkles with every move. A quiet, firm force beats from him, and his eyes are filled with pain. The clean, incredibly high soprano of a woman standing next to him, woman with skin white as snow, combines with the rhythmic sound of the bells attached To ankles of singers. Tribal baroque moves into their dance. People see magic, forget about their duties. Time slows down. When I heard their music for the first time, I was completely scared. A huge load of content and emotions in gypsy dance overwhelmed me. I needed a few months of walking around with headphones on my ears to let their music get to me. We create what nobody else in the world creates, says stuff. It's something like an opera but not exactly, like tribal but non-tribal, like baroque but non-baroque. Indeed, their music cannot be described in words. It is especially attractive for reckless audio fields opened to new experiences and constantly looking for new styles, directions and roads. If you wanted to close the entire load of their art in one word, it would most likely be clean. You, as a raw feeling, undefined emotion, something extremely primitive and high at the same time. There are no half-measures there. Either you open yourself to it completely or not at all. If you want, the only thing that this art can cause is your embarrassment or laughter. However, if listener opens, the deepest hidden desires, fears, dreams and memories do wake up. Receiving their performance is always very personal. Sometimes it happens that someone from the audience will insult them, sometimes join the dance or sing along with them. Here, artists are a kind of instruments, they are messengers, and the real relationship takes place between the listener and their song. This is an extremely intimate experience. The youngest listeners receive the most. I was watching with amazement the reaction of children to their music. I had an impression that they are its true targets just as clean, pure, innocent, unbowed by life, so open to the world, and trusting in it. The story of Stephen Kaufman, told the mega part of Tribal Baroque could be used as a material for more than one book or film. And it served. A documentary about him, by Sarah Kernokan and Lynn Apple, was awarded in 2002 with the Academy Award for the short documentary film. History began more than 60 years ago in a small town of Queens, where moved family, family that was definitely unusual from those times, a mixed marriage with children. My father was a great warrior for black rights, although he was white himself, says Thoth. He went to marches with Martin Luther King and he was respected doctor, so he risked a lot. The parents' marriage itself caused an extraordinary controversy, even the family never accepted George Kaufman's choice, not mention the society. My parents created a true, extraordinary, warm and safe world in which we felt wanted and loved. Unfortunately, the only thing that we weren't prepared for was the fact that the world itself does not look like that, says Todd. When we went for family walks, everyone was staring at us, at me, and my siblings and at our parents. They yelled at us, called us in really terrible ways. I always wondered, what's going on? Why they are like that? After all, we are completely ordinary family. I could not understand. I was very sad as child, very experienced. This dilemma, the inability to classify either black or white, very much defined me, he says. People, when they saw me, kept saying, hey, you look like you have the whole world on your shoulders. And it was like that. This goes with me until today, I still wonder what to do to make people relate to each other with more compassion, more love. Music appeared in Toff's life at the moment of his parents' separation. Emotions found a coming out in creativity, when the young Stefan Kaufman began to escape deeper and deeper into the world of imagination. It was kind of legacy from his mother, who also has an extraordinary past behind her. Her mother, Stephen's grandmother, always told her no way you will clean the white floor, no way. You will do something bigger, something respectable. And indeed, as one of the first black musicians she played in the percussion section of the New York Opera, she collaborated among others with Stachowski and the American Symphony Orchestra. She was the first to be invited to work with the Orchestra of San Francisco, where she moved with her children. In that time, a concept was born in Toth's mind, on which he worked during a lifetime later. I created First a fictitious country with all its cultural heritage, history and language, I began to compose music inspired by it and created its heroes, he says. His work continues to this day and Anya's song from the later album Ash and EA opens every performance. Ania in the language of Festat means I am. But then another bust came. Tov's mother was dismissed due to racism from her post in the orchestra. The lawsuit did not help. She lost the next trials, and despite her excellent qualifications, she could not return to work, she says. I thought then, what is the chance for my children, if I was treated in such a way, despite the fact that I was considered to be a really great musician? Maybe they better educate themselves in different directions. My mother never really got up after this situation, says Todd. I then started studying astronomy in University of San Diego, but I sank into myself. It was getting worse, I fantasized about committing suicide. I remember it well, these peels. I remember Mahler's 10th symphony, and then I heard a voice that said, this is not your time yet, you still have a lot to do. When I translate the meaning of the Polish word powołanie, vocation to him in English, He nods his head thoughtfully and confirms that it was probably just that. It was a turning point. Either I had to die or I had to let it all go. I realized that I don't have to define my whole life. I do not have to force myself to be classified into a group. I can just be, give my love to everyone. And indeed, he lives until today with this philosophy at heart. I have never met another person who would treat the other people with such respect and empathy. After some time, the citizens got used to Toth appearing in various corners of city. He experimented, took a new name, gave up shame. He says perversely that real men wear skirts. At that time, he received a lot of support from his mother, who provided him with a flat, and his then partner Suzanne, and friends with whom he founded the band. When I was singing, people came out and in, felt their energy, their mutual reaction but I could not do anything to keep them with me. Years passed, people scrolled through his life, appeared and disappeared. He was, he and his solo opera and performance. When asked to describe himself in five words, he replied without hesitation, I am practicing my death dance. He deeply believes that he will die during one of his performances. After the performance, I accompanied tribal baroque. I saw how the two unearthly creatures are transforming into their everyday, extraordinary versions. The moment of the magic tension has gone, people once again passed us in a hurry, the murmuring river of the crowd came back to its former track, sweeping us from all directions. Aren't you stressed before the show? Are you never afraid? I asked puzzled. Lila looked at me long and smiled slightly. It's funny that you asked about it, she replied. Those were the very first words I said to Toth. They share over 30 years of difference. Each of them has gone its own way to the today together. Lila is also connected genetically with music. Both of her parents were musicians. Father, rock and roll guitarist, producer, owner of the SharkBite studios and mother, Broadway singer cooperating among others with Disney. Despite their experiences, or maybe because of them, they are not completely convinced of the choice of their daughter's life, but for many years they supported her, sometimes also financially. Not only did Lila inherit the talent of art from her parents, also her twin sister Jamie Carkin accompanied her on an artistic journey from an early age and she is currently involved in acting. We even won talent show in the school singing opera duets, Lila smiles melancholic. I grew up in Nashville, Tennessee. The school was really difficult time. I was a victim for many years. I was bullied. Other students abused me in various ways. I was different and emphasized it all my life. I found a huge consolation in a church choir. Singing kept giving her support from an early age and she had something to boast about because the scale of her coloratura soprano goes back to sky-high registers. Sometimes I laugh at myself when I sit at the piano and step in with a voice after the nose up. I am surprised myself. How high can I sing? She smiles. She was appointed to be the leader of the soprano section in the choir very soon, at the age of 16. At that time, her greatest dream was to become an opera singer and she had great predispositions for it. I worked very hard to achieve that goal, she says. Rigoletto, Don Giovanni, Die Zoiberflotte. These are definitely my favorite, but I have always been extremely obsessed with the Phantom of the Opera. This is a special work for me. Despite the clear choice of the way of life and her great motivation, she still had a big problem, it's school. I hated college or theater school. I always dressed extravagantly, wore a pink wig, very different from other students, she said. But I had great teachers there, singing and acting. They convinced me to take a leap of faith and try New York school. Lila and Toth met for the first time in New York Central Park. He performed there very often. She just moved to a new school. She heard his voice from apart, tempted her and entrapped her. She stood as if she was enchanted till the very end of the show, and then she approached the man and asked him her question. I knew right away that he would change my life. I fell in love with his voice. In an instant, she says. I called him Contra tenor I impressed him that. It didn't take long before she dropped out of school and they both started performing together. A bond quickly appeared between us, says Lila. We travelled all over Europe looking for places with good acoustics. That's all we need to perform, because we never use sound systems. It often happened that we had to spend night on the street. In the end, we found a good place in Lisbon for a longer period of time, where we spent many holidays. After five years of travelling together, we got married. It was 2014, and the word was open to them. The only thing they had was each other, two pairs of violins and all belongings in several backpacks. This is still today. We are going to eat something after the concert. I still have not recovered from the impression tribal rock has made on me. I listen to their conversation with friends. I look at them and I know it is not a simple life. When they were robbed in Bologna during their holidays, they stayed with nothing. Only the sympathy and loyalty of their friends and fans save them. When they do not find a place in the city they plan to go, it's their problem. When someone who does not like their art reports them and the police arrest them during the performance, it happens several times, they are on their own. Nomads are warriors. They are free as birds, but they pay a huge price for it. They must forget about the sense of security in the meaning that ordinary people know it. Men with work from 8 to 4, with family, dog, theater on Sunday, going on holiday and, most importantly, with home. When traveling, we are constantly looking for a place. At the end, we will find it, says Lila. I do not believe that they are here, live by me, that they exist. Those colorful, heavenly birds are the denial of everything that the modern Word teaches us. You must do this, you must do that. Well, you do not have to. You do not need to do anything. It's enough that you are.